Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, yeah. Hello and welcome, everybody. It's the world-famous Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. I'm Ben Rogers, joined by Jeff Skin, Wade, Jonathan Shippy Shipman, and Kevin K.T. Turner, the pride and joy of Olney, Texas. All hands on deck in studio today for a studio version presentation of the Ben and Skin Show. Yeah. Thursday, we'll be at Pluckers in Addison, uh, and we would love for you to join us out there. And then Friday, we're going to be Eagles in Nest. Arizona. Yeah. Where, where are we? It's right on the edge of Mansfield in Arizona yeah. at the Eagles Nest. The Eagles Nest. Fort Worth, uh, sir. Uh, Fort Worth. Fort Worth. But oh, it's, beyond, it's beyond Fort Worth. It's out by Eagle Mountain Lake. I guess it's on the other side of Fort Worth. I do a really poor job of properly articulating the nuances of the 817. Yeah. I love the 817. Downtown Fort Worth absolutely destroys downtown Dallas. But I don't know my way around there well enough to tell you the exact places where these spots are. Well, Boat, Boat Club Road is where it's at. Yep. Boats and Hose Road. I'm going to take my drink down to Boat, Bold Boat Road. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hey, right. uh, come down and have some cocktails with us uh, at, uh, at the Eagle's Nest on Friday, at Pluckers in Addison on Thursday. But today and tomorrow we are in studio and have some fun shows planned for you. Uh, we're going to get into a, a bizarre accident that ended up leading to the death of a minor minor league baseball player. That's at 1120. We'll get back into the Charles Robinson audio from Sean and RJ, Jerry Jones from Sean and RJ. But we should start the presentation today turning our attention to the contract extension signed by Lyle Collins. It appears to be, what, five years, $50 million, $35 million guaranteed. Another example, uh, much like Jalen Smith, of a player showing the initiative to get up in front of the big three, Dak, Zeke, and Amari, before they get their massive deals done, saying, hey, hey, Jones boys, I want to be here. I want to be a Dallas Cowboy. I'm willing to sign a long-term deal. I'm willing to sign a deal that might even be a little more team-friendly than I could get on the open market because I want to be a Dallas Cowboy. And Jerry and Steven are are very much saying, you don't say. Well, how about that? I wonder if these other guys would like to watch you come in here and sign this contract because you're making a smart move. Definitely eye daggers going back towards the other three as their contract negotiations have stalled out, at least for the time being, as another cowboy bumps up in front of the line and cuts and gets a deal done. Yeah, and this is one that I thought, no way he's coming back. In fact, they drafted his replacement He's gone. Uh, they'll get a good year out of him, and then the time to move on and restructure. But it's it's a really good deal for the team. I think it's a good deal for Lyle too. I mean, you know, getting thirty five million guaranteed out of it, and really out of the first three years is where all that guarantee is going to go. If they end up having to cut him in three years mm-hmm. or even two years and eating some dead money uh, because they do need to move on away from the offensive line, he'll still be young enough to go get a big deal out there somewhere. So. It's a good deal for both sides, but it's a really good deal for the Cowboys. And the way that you know is there's no way the Cowboys were going to sign Lyle Collins unless it wasn't a great deal for them. They had to get a good deal because there's so many other players to sign. And he was one of the three names that we speculated of guys in the final year of their deal that wouldn't be Cowboys next year. Lyle Collins, Malik Collins, and 
and of course Byron Jones being those three guys but that offensive line will stay together for at least two more years in its current structure yeah and if you look at it uh how the contracts are signed uh you've got Tyron through 2023 for sure Connor through 2022 Travis through 2023 for sure maybe 24 on both him and Tyron uh 2025 for Zach Martin and now Lyle through 2024 um, but it has raised some questions with Connor McGovern now off in the wings eventually. Saw a lot of this going around on the internet. Hey, Cowboys could part ways with Tyron and save forty million, you know, next year if they and I'm like, Are you kidding me? Um, it's the reality of the business, but God, that sucks for Tyron. And Tyron got criticized wildly for signing way too team friendly of a deal. And now there's even just speculation that, okay, well, the minute they can get out of that deal, they will. For a guy who's arguably their best player still, most people at DallasCowboys.com thought he had the best camp of any player on the team and is playing and doing all of this through back issues. And the first chance, it's just the reality of the business, the first chance the Cowboys get to bail on that, they will. And I would I would argue against that. I saw that out on the internet too, Ben. I would argue against that. To me, when I look at his contract, the year that you would part ways with him is after 2021 because he's going to make 10 this year. He's going to make 10 next year and then 10 and a half in 2021. Then his contract jumps up $3 million and there's no dead money at that point. So I would suspect barring massive injury. I mean, the way that he's been dealing with injuries the last couple of years, I think they'll keep him through 2021. And then that's when they would really have a tough decision to make about one of the best players in the NFL if his health is holding up. But there's no guaranteed money once they reach the final two years of his deal and his contract goes up. And this is where health comes into play for every single one of these guys, to be honest, because Travis's deal has a, you know, if you look at that and the dead money on that and the cap savings you can have on that three years down the road. I'm talking extremely big picture right here. Mm -hmm. But I think people immediately go, well, that's weird because the Connor McGovern draft pick, and we all just assumed Lyle Collins would be pushed out. You start to look at any type of it. Maybe I'm I jinxed it last year, but I talked about the freakish health this offensive line had had right. over the years, right. and then the Travis thing happened. But they that still stands. This offensive line does have freakish health and has. Now you get worried about the couple back things from Tyron and the Zach Martin thing that comes into play. But in terms of missing games, really good this offensive line, and you're going to keep that together. And if anything does go wrong years down the line. You're able to get out of some of those deals, save a bunch of money against the cap, and that's why I think this Lyle Collins deal kind of makes sense. I also think this is exactly what Stephen Jones wanted. He said the whole time, throughout all of this, and it all feel, it's all kind of ran together because this contract stuff we've been talking about for months, he said, I'm open for business. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in and let's do work. And Jalen and Lyle Collins came on in and did work, and they will benefit from it. I don't know if you guys are seeing the Clear Eye View sunglasses ads that were on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. A day, a week after the Jalen deal was done, he's in a Reliant Energy commercial. Yep. A real bad commercial where he's kind of hey. fake jogging. Yeah, it's, it was very strange. He was kind of fake jogging. It's kind of funny. In a full though. uniform through a grocery store. But you see all that stuff start to come together. And Lyle also, it does, like, I think sometimes we may overlook, and we talked about loyalty in sports, but there is something special about the Lyle Collins story. For how bad it was and how far he had slipped in the draft to where he was undrafted. And we had Travis Frederick in studio with us the day that he got a phone call from Jason Garrett and saying, hey, we're having a meeting tonight at Jerry's house. And I believe it was a Tyron oh, was there. Oh, Zach was there. 
not if I have my timeline right, I think it was Dak. It wasn't Romo yet, I don't think. Whatever year that was, and it's all kind of running together. It's running together. I don't think Dak was there. Uh, and maybe maybe not. No, uh, because Lyle was here before Dak was. Yeah, well, I was here for, for, before Dak was, so it was Romo. Uh, Jerry, Jason, they all have the big meeting in which they said, Hey, Lyle, we want you to be a Dallas Cowboy. And Lyle made a lot of money that night. And he's making a lot of money now just because there is a little bit of loyalty. So all that stuff does kind of go out the window for the most part. But this is a rare case of a guy who might be going, man, I owe a lot to this franchise and I'm going to continue to work hard for them. And they're going to take care of me and I'm going to help them out. And that's where I think the big interesting thing is Zeke probably happens tonight, might happen tomorrow, whatever. That probably happens unless something crazy goes down. Does Dak come in and get done? And does Lyle have anything to do with that? Because those dudes are real tight. Yeah, I those deals should get done. I mean, I, Dak's going to just waste all this money. I mean, what is he playing at, $900,000? It's two based on different aspects of the contract, but he's going to end up making $2 million. So $2 million where he could be making thirty, dollars right. uh, at least, maybe thirty-five. dollars Zeke's. I mean, why would Zeke miss? I mean, he, he, you, his agent has taken this as far as it can go. I don't think there's any doubt. Whatever deal is there, there's no meat left on that bone at mm-hmm. that point. I do want to say this about Tyron, though. I want to go back to this because I think people are quick to exaggerate the demise of Tyron Smith, and it, it stuns me. People are, oh, I, I think he has a back issue, right? Okay, he must be a shell of his former self. Not so much. Uh, this is Tyron Smith from Pro Football Focus last year. They say that he graded out as the sixth best left tackle uh, overall mm-hmm. in the game. Um, and, and, but as great players do, they point out he raised his game in clutch time, and he finished those plays with his grade was even significantly higher with the game on the line as the game went down the stretch. They said his run-blocking grade led all tackles wow. in the game. Okay, so he was the best run-blocking run tackle. So you're like, okay, Mo, he must have got, if he's only the sixth best uh, tackle overall, he must have given up some sacks. No, there, he allowed no sacks. He allowed no hits, no quarterback hits. Not one of guys, not one guy that he was in charge of blocking got a hit on a quarterback, even after he released the ball. Nothing on 156 pass blocking snaps. And that's a year where Dak got sacked a ton. So it's clear that he he ain't the problem. That's why I think, you know, barring some sort of massive injury, I mean, we know he's dealing with a troublesome back, but it's not a massive injury yet. That's why I think he plays at least three more years here. If you look at the money and you look at the salary cap going up, and it will go up because revenue is going up, $10 million a year for the next three years, if he holds up, is a no-brainer. Their decision is going to have to come in 2021. And that's why I think it's real interesting to report that Lyell, first two years are guaranteed. You look at Zach's deal, you look at Travis's deal, and then you look at do we re-sign Connor McGovern at that point? Do we re- do we look to do a deal with Connor Williams at that point? If you look at it, I believe that the Cowboys, the way they've paid this offensive line, they see this as we need to win a Super Bowl in the next two years, and then we really need to make decisions about the next direction of our team. They've got that thing locked together for certain for two more years, and then there's decisions that are going to have to be made. And you keep adding to it. Yeah, you always keep adding offensive linemen, defensive linemen. Always keep doing that, and they'll have the chance to do that. You might not have to sign Connor Williams. You may not have to sign Connor McGovern. Right. You may not have to do that stuff. So, but like the the final three years of Tra- uh, of Travis's deal and Tyron's deal make it very easy if something is not right with them. 
to move it on you down the road. You jerk. What a jerk. You're trying yeah. to get rid of them. Um, by wow. the way. Save th- a lot of money by doing that. Those guys have created this culture. And, and the offensive line is the identity of their whole team, as Skin has pointed out time and time again. And, you know, they have a culture as well. And it's like guys come in. Connor Williams didn't immediately fit into that culture. Lyle Collins didn't immediately fit into that culture. But they grew and evolved within that system and sometimes play, you know, those guys sheriff their own positions. And so Looney is the same way. I mean, sure. you know, we hear stories about Looney was the guy that was always asking questions, working his tail off. And if you're not willing to match those big three, the Cowboys big three offensive linemen at, with their work effort uh, and, and the way they approach the game, then you, you're on the outside looking in of that group. And so as they continue to like, I imagine Connor McGovern will go through that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he'll put on weight. He'll work as hard as he can in the weight room. I mean, if you look at it, when when Connor Williams got here, the first thing we saw was Bach jumps and mm-hmm. hey, look, I'm on social media showing my workout. Right. That ain't exactly how this line rolls. Mm-hmm. They don't care about their Madden ratings. Right. It's so fun to make fun of them for not knowing their Madden ratings. And because but it, I mean, it's a compliment to them, but yeah. it's like they have no they don't care about that type of stuff. So uh, I just it, they seem like they got an extra one now, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd never hurts to have extra ones, but. I, that's why I didn't expect Lyle to sign. You've already got Connor McGovern. It was a steal to get him. Right. So now what? Well, here's what. What th- what this does is if you look at the window and you look where the guaranteed money is, it means that they don't have to make any decisions on Connor Williams or Connor McGovern for another couple of years. And if those guys grow the way they think they will, then they can walk away from these other deals. They're ba- they've basically refortified the bridge on their offensive line. They know they're going to be good. I think the really interesting angle on all of this, and we can get into this later in the show, because coming up next we'll get into some of these Jerry cuts from this morning, is KT pointing out Dak and Lyle being buddies. Because if you look at the Mike Florio report of the weekend, it's speculation, and it is, but he's basing it on NFL scuttlebutt, where people around the league, one NFL executive said, Dak walking away from what the Cowboys are offering to take $2 million this year should be looked at as malpractice should be looked at as malpractice because it is so illogical. And so if you look at it, none of us on this station thought we would be talking about a Lyle Collins deal this weekend. I think it's super interesting to KT's point that one of Dak's best friends does a team-friendly deal after the weekend where everybody speculates that Dak is ready to sign. We'll get into this later in the show, but coming up next, Jerry Jones was on with the morning show. It was gold, and we'll get into it right here on 105.3 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 